Hello everybody and welcome to On The Volley with me Nick Slade and Gary Montague. It's Christmas time, it's Boxing Day and in the words of Roy Wizard, I wish it could be Christmas every day. Well, if it was Christmas every day, then we'd have football every day. What a lineup we've got for you today. We've got six matches in the Premier League and four tomorrow, but we'll be getting our teeth stuck into today's action. And what a lineup we have got. Um, we'll be joining Gary in just a couple of moments as we look ahead to a bumper Boxing Day fixture list. Very Merry Christmas to you, Gary. How are you doing? Yeah, Merry Christmas to you too, mate. Yeah, I love the intro there. Roy Wizard. I'm not sure if his name was Roy, but, you know, I know what you meant by wizard. And was he a wizard? <laughs> he probably was a wizard, actually. Yeah, yeah. He might have been in his part-time days. That'd be a good question for our listeners, actually, wouldn't it? Can you name this season's wizard of the Premier League? What, yeah. what winger has impressed you so much that you call him a wizard? Was Roy a wizard? That's the next question. Okay, yeah. Good one. It's yeah. definitely the silly season, isn't it? Oh, it is, mate. We well, are in full flood. I'm not going to talk about it, but obviously I've um, recently experienced another debacle at the Emirates. So we're going to leave that one for another time. But anyway... Um, you thought, you thought there'd be an early Christmas present, just something to turn the ship around, but it hasn't happened. <laughs> that ship, went for that. <laughs> that ship has just it's... hit an iceberg, <laughs> and there is no Somewhere saving. Somewhere in the Atlantic, there are, lost there, its bearings. There are definitely not enough lifeboats on the Arsenal ship. <laughs> And Arteta and Cronkite are nowhere to be seen. <laughs> Absolutely, mate. Anyway, so let's uh, let's crack on with the real business of looking at the Boxing Day fixtures. I mean, thank God the Premier League's back, and I haven't got to watch my team again. Oh, I have. <laughs> I know. Well, uh, I tell you, what, did you uh, did you get yourself did you get you through uh, a few boxes of chocolates yesterday, mate? I've done so many Ferrero Rochers. I mean, you know, <laughs> the ambassador's not going to be happy. <laughs> well, uh, I tell you, I was working my way through a box of celebrations, but we'll see if there'll be something to celebrate this afternoon. <laughs> oh, like, nice link at, at the King Power. Something that we could Ferrero Rocher this afternoon at the Emirates. So anyway, let's um, look at the first game. Yeah, King Power, Leicester against Manchester United. High flying both teams. Second yeah. against third, I believe. Um, Manchester United with that. Fantastic away record, as we've spoken about again and again. Six out of six away wins this season. Leicester, um, home record, three wins, four losses. What, what do you reckon? Oh, they're there for the taking. <laughs> they're there for the taking, are they? That's what Tottenham thought. That, well, I've got to be honest. That, uh, you know, it's one of those classic cliches. The form that both teams are in, something's got to give. But I hope it doesn't. And uh, it was, uh, we can even allow Leicester to go two up, can't we? That's what we do. That's what we do best. <laughs> yeah, no, I see this. Um, I, you know, I, I find it very, very difficult to predict football results at Christmas, especially on Boxing Day. Um, and in my 39 years of life, I can honestly remember 37 Boxing Days packed, filled <laughs> with, uh, with, with with footy. And let me just and, tell and you... It's a, it's a glorious day. Sorry, I was just going to tell you a, bo- a little Boxing Day... Um... 
a little Boxing Day thing that happened when I was a young lad, and my my dad said to me, um, right, do you want to... yeah, no, 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 I, I will keep it. My dad said to me, right, should we go and see Arsenal? They're playing Watford today at Ivory. So this is um, back in the day, obviously. We went over to Arsenal, watched Arsenal against Watford. Arsenal lost two 0 The next day, they had a game against Watford at Vicarage Road. I swear this is true, yeah? The next day, they played Watford away. My dad took me to that as well. They lost 3-0. <laughs> oh, I'm not even oh, joking. God. Anyone out there can verify that. I'm pretty sure it was boxing down the 27th. It might have been 27th, 28th, but they were one day after the other. Highbury, Vicarage Road, 2-0, 3-0. <laughs> Unbelievable. Anyway, that's what... <laughs> Well, sometimes you think something, but there was something magical about Boxing Day football. Not in that day, um, it weren't. <laughs> no, admittedly, but you know, strange things happen. And yeah. In fact, those, it's like if you don't mind the pardon the link, but actually, it might be an opportunity now to get the uh, the Boxing Day trivia quiz question in. Oh, go on then. Um, if you're happy for us to do so. Mm. So, which team is the best Boxing Day win percentage in Premier League era? Oh, okay. Is it A, Man United, B, Liverpool, C, the the wonderful, glorious Arsenal, or D, Spurs? Okay, well, that's... So you've got the whole show to get in touch with us, and, uh, and yeah, you know, the, 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 the nice nice bit of Boxing Day Christmas trivia good, there. Good trivia, you. that one, because I, I got your one the other day about the um, the most owned goals. I got that in about 10 seconds, so, I mean, you know, we'll see. Anyway, we've got to look at the... Um, We've got to look at the game, the Leicester Man U game. So um, two teams obviously in really good form. Um, how do you see it going? I mean, you know, are you confident? Well, yeah, yeah, I have to be at the moment. I mean, you know, we're in the we're in the form of uh, I can't remember this 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 run a run like it. So uh, you know, there's there's every reason to to, to believe. Um, but of course, a difficult place to go, very difficult place to go, and against strong. Outfit that will be well drilled. Um, uh, I, it's not going to be easy, but then none of these games are. Even you know when uh, obviously our record away looks great on paper. It's just you know fantastic, perfect form. Um, but then you know you look into it, and, and those games have been um, end to end, and they've been uh, ding dong clashes where it looks like at some point I actually thought in most of those games I actually felt like we we could lose. Um, we obviously came back in each one and. And did the business, but um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be a difficult game. And I know that we've had a relatively decent record at Leicester. Um, and, you know, hopefully uh, it'll be another win on the road. Uh, Very difficult. I mean, do, do, just out of interest, you probably don't know this. I'm going to throw this little um, question at you. Maybe you can answer it next next pod. But um, when was the last time Man United won their first seven away games of the season? You got any idea? The last time we was, right? They won their lot. They won their first seven away games of the season. Is has that happened, or is it? Uh, oh, I thought you had the answer there. No, no, no. I'll, I'll leave that one with you, and you can come back yeah. and tell me at some point. But I would. Well, actually, well, the, yeah. when was the last time any team won their first away seven away games of the season? Sure. You know, I mean, that's no, that's that's formidable. No, I, I mean, and I'm going to predict them to win actually, just to. Um, just keep the run going. Yeah, I, I'm going to predict Man United to win this one. I'm going to have them to win. It's going to be a ding-dong, a 3-2. Look at that. Throw that in there. I think, so. I think this is going to be a Boxing Day classic. Really <laughs> it's, got, it's got all the makings of it. Um, as they say in Spanish, it's got all the numbers. <laughs> so pointing in the right direction. I think it will. Um, and as I say, you know, to make sure you've... Uh, whatever, whatever, you, uh, whatever you got up to yesterday... Uh, make sure you, you, you're bright and breezy for this one because it's a lunchtime kickoff. 
Um, and honestly, I'd, uh, three twos are pretty. As long as it's us on the uh, on the right end of that scoreline, it's a decent prediction that one because you know there will be goals. Um, that's the thing. I mean, although I think on a slightly higher level, um, quality level, we're a bit like Leeds. You know, we will concede, but uh, we've got goals in us. So, you know, hopefully we've got almost fully fit squad to choose from. It looks like um, both both squads are fully fit. So, what's your prediction going to be? Yeah. So have you gone from three? Have you gone for three two? Yeah, I've gone three two. Yeah. Uh, uh, we've got to keep the run going. Oh. I'd love us to get a decent boxing day result. Let's say four. Oh, we're going to score four goals at least. Come on, get on uh, with it. I'm going to say three one. Three one. Okay, fair enough. Right, so we'll move on then to the next game, which is at, um, at Villa Park, Aston Villa against Crystal Villa Palace. Palace. Um, nice, three nice o'clock kickoff in the UK. Yeah. Um, Villa, obviously, um, buoyant after their spanking of the baggies at the Hawthorns, and yeah. Crystal Palace after their draw at uh, West Ham. So um, I don't know. To, to, I, I wouldn't say unpredictable sides because Villa have been, I'd say, decent most of the season. But Palace are slightly unpredictable, aren't they? Sorry, obviously, obviously, Palace just got stuffed seven 0 What am I talking about? I forgot that one. How can I forget that? You know, I mean, they had the draw yeah. at West Ham and then the seven 0 stuffing. So, I don't know. If, is it going to be another seven 0 Well, to be honest, I mean, I don't think to be honest, you can say that Liverpool uh, it was a freak result because they're definitely capable of doing what they did uh, to Palace, and I think you know maybe. There's a bit of uh, angst still left in from the 7-2 drubbing that they got against Villa. And they thought someone, some time at some point during the season is going to get something similar from us. And So I don't think it was a freak result, but I honestly don't think that that should have faked Palace too much. I think they've been on a decent run. Um, and I think they'll fancy getting something from Villa Park. Um, do you know what? It depends really on, on uh, Villa got a full squad to choose from because when they got, when they got Barkley... Um, McGinn, uh, obviously Grealish, uh, and El Ghazi. You know, they're, 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 it's, 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 a, it's a pretty potent attack. It is, um, yeah. And I'm just, I'm just looking as well. Sorry to jump in there, but I'm just looking. Villa have the second best defensive record in the league as well, conceding 13 goals in 12 games. Obviously, my man Martinez uh, in between the sticks there, and uh, he's kept quite a few clean sheets this season. Just had to get it in, didn't he? Ah, uh, man, that, that does me. Reason for that link. It does me every time. That that's probably one of the worst decisions that they made. But anyway, um... decent observation though. Decent observation that you know they've obviously got rid of a keeper that um, is, is you know doing wonders for Villa, and uh, Arsenal could probably do with uh, him doing wonders for Arsenal. Yeah. Um, instead of Leno. But, well, uh, whereas Palace yeah, have conceded obviously 25. I mean that wasn't helped by the seven they let in last week, but they, you know they 25 in 14. Takeaway last week, it was 18 in 13. So you did. Imagine, yeah, I mean, if we imagine the average score that could have probably. I mean, we predicted or I predicted that they might concede two against Liverpool if, and it's stupid to say so because it didn't happen, but if we took five off that uh, goal difference mm-hmm. and added it to them, and the sort of. if Again, I'm not saying it was a freak result. You know, Liverpool absolutely deserved everything uh, that, they, uh, that they achieved um, against Palace, but, you know, I think Palace, like I said, have got. Um, They've done well that result aside, and I think they fancy you know going to Villa Park and 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 picking up all three points. But again, it's not to say it will be easy. Um, do you Villa think do you, do you think they'll be they'll be um, 
uh, licking their wounds and ready to pick themselves up, or do you think that is a soul-destroying defeat? You know, uh, I mean, I, I've only whilst playing, I've only been on a on the end of a couple of like thumpings. I remember once team I played for, we we lost eight one or something, and after that, I felt because the other team were just far superior to the team we I was playing for. After that, I found that I my next game I was a better player for it. Weirdly, you know. Yeah, I'd yeah. I'd learnt a lot by playing against better players, you know, and so well, I don't know. Just the great, yeah. as the great Roy Keane said, you know, you learn more from defeats. And um, cool, Arsenal awesome. should we... be learning a lot now, then. Anyway, so um... <laughs> soaring up, you just wait, <laughs> yeah. you just wait till New Year. Yeah, that's right. Well, be, be top by New Year. Um, so what, what's your thing? What, what do you think, Villa or Palace here? Where are you leaning? Um. I'm a fan of Palace and Hudson. That's what always makes me feel that you know they can get something uh, in, in in any game they go for. Um, but Villa at home, oh, it's difficult. I'm gonna go for a draw. And that's boring. It's Christmas. I should be I should be not sitting on the fence. But uh, I find it difficult to choose between you know the team in ninth, team in thirteenth respectively. Villa obviously a bit higher. Um, decent run. You know three two wins in the last three. Villa, um, Palace take that take that result from Liverpool away and they've done alright in the last five games difficult to, difficult to call this um, Ben Teke's back from suspension and that'll add a bit of firepower but if he's got a longer suspension then uh, <coughs> it depends really it all depends alright um, so you've gone for you've gone for a draw there you've gone 1-1 one, one draw yeah draw. I've got to go 1-1 one, one draw yeah right I'm going to I'm going to stick my neck out a little bit and I'm going to I'm going to go for Palace to nick this one two one. I don't know why. I don't know where that's come from. I don't know. I just think they're a bit yeah, wounded. They're a bit wounded, yeah, and this sort of game might be a good game for them to bounce back in. They do like an away day. I mean, um, but uh, Villa have been very good, but their home form is not as good as their away form. So that's all I'm basing it on, really. That Palace need to bounce back, and I'm putting them down to win. So anyway, where do we go next? We go to the cottage again. To the capital. Yeah, and, down um, by the riverside again. On the very unfinished cottage, which mm. is uh, un under heavy refurbishment um, still. But anyway, that's, that's another issue. Um, so they entertain the, uh, well, last week's result aside, High Flying Saints and the Ralph Harsenhuttle, Uncle Ralph. Um, where do you see this one going? Because, you know, if Sunderton can scratch off that City result and, and, and get back to the way they were, you know, you fancy them going to pull them to get this, but then you know, Fulham themselves have, uh, have made a decent fist of. Uh, of, of yeah, they picked up. Um, they picked up a few points lately, but three draws on the trot. I mean, if they could have turned one of them into a victory, obviously it would have helped them out. But uh, um, Southampton, yeah, will be eager to put that defeat um, to Man City behind them, and. You know, so two defeats in their last five Southampton. But I'm going to go because I've I've been impressed with Southampton this season. I'm going to go for Southampton to win this one. Um, I'm going to say that they are going to win through three one. Oh, I don't know. I don't know why I went that far because Ariola, our mate, has been in quite good form. So, but there we go. Yes, yeah, yeah. Alphonse. Yeah, I'm going to go. For, I'm going to go for two one. Look, Saints. Uh, You're going Saints as well. I'm going for Saints. Can I do that? Is it well? You can. You can go. do. You can do exactly what you want. But I mean, obviously, it's four-four in the in the head-to-head uh, -head at the moment. So you know. But there you go. I see what you mean. I've got, I've got no, no, no. to win from doing that. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but, but I'm following my uh, following my gut instinct with that one. All right. Fair I think, enough. Um, I think Fulham will be 
Yeah, I don't think this is the game that they can, you know, they can pinpoint as getting three points. Um, I think uh, I think they've done well, as you say. I think if we take, if they could have turned some of those draws into wins. They could have even been uh, could have been good, could have been higher than Arsenal. Could have been sitting pretty, as we say. Absolutely. Um, but but nevertheless, you know, they're 18th position. They got Brighton just ahead, and they'll be looking to um, try and you know start building up some momentum. But I just can't see this as being the game to do so because I just think that. Um, you know, Saints lost to City and they lost to United and apart from in those last five games those are the only two defeats they've had and they've been solid otherwise so um, yeah I'm yeah. going to stick with that I'm going to go with Saints and I think Danny Ings will get on the score sheet um, yeah I'm going to go with Saints yeah. as well obviously um, and obviously the one player I've been really impressed with this season he's just come on leaps and bounds James Ward-Prowse I mean he's I actually saw a stat today that he's he's run further than any other player in the division, which is interesting, you know. Um, yeah. So yeah, you know, on a similar stat, I heard a stat that uh, Leeds have averaged four kilometres a game more than any other team. Oh really? In, in yeah, I don't know. If I need to double check that per Wait. game or in total. Yeah. That's, got to be, that's an incredible stat. I mean that. That's, that's again Bielsa drilling them. So does that? Yeah, but does that running. show you that running doesn't matter then? Because <laughs> <laughs> if it, if it was a league table of runners, obviously they'd be top. But you know, anyway. So we've both gone for a, a Saints win there. Um, now we move on to the uh, the big, oh, the big, the big sake. Uh, yes, Arteta. the big one at the Emirates. <laughs> Uh, I mean, 5.30 first, kickoff. Oh, I believe it's live yeah. as well, for my I mean, pleasure. It, it's what? It's live. It's live for my pleasure, yeah. So, okay. But you stick through, you know, you stick with them through thick and thin. That's what, that's what I'd love to see that. Um, you know, I know, I know you were an avid watcher in the Carabao Cup during the week. And, uh, <laughs> and, and you know, as much as you, uh, you, you know, you find yourself in despair for some, with some of these performances... You um you stick with it and that's what you got to do. That's, that is the average. No, <laughs> absolutely. I get no choice. I get no choice. The funny thing is, I was looking. I was looking at some messages on um, Twitter the other day. You know, regarding Arsenal and their form and that sort of thing. And someone had actually put, if Arsenal go down to the Championship, would you still support them? Yeah. And I was like, what? What sort of question is that? You know what I mean? Yeah, of, yeah, course. of course you wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, flipping hell, I'd be yeah, changing teams straight away. Of course, no, I just found, I found it a strange one. And the comments seemed sort of like 50-50. I thought, what's going on here? Anyway, anyway you know. But how many, people, how many people genuinely actually answered that by saying, no, I'd support Spurs? Yeah, no, I support whoever's top. <laughs> I mean, you know, we've, we've had a rough seven years, but, you know, since, since Fergie left... But you know what else you're gonna do? It is in your blood. Well, yeah, there's uh, nothing, nothing you can do about it. Nothing you can do. I mean, I you know, there's ups uh, and downs of every club. I mean, this is this is pretty much one of the lowest downs. But um, I mean, you know, when well, I was growing up, when I was growing up as a kid, Arsenal year in year out finished seventh. You know, I mean, I remember the first year that they got into Europe when I was a kid, and I thought, oh my god, what an achievement, you know. But yeah, yeah. it's just the way it is, you know. Anyway, so. Um, uh, Chelsea well, obviously I mean, you know, you... obviously um, buoyed by the win over West Ham the thumping of West Ham 3-0 in their last London derby Arsenal can't yeah. buy a win surely this is only going one way well, looking at it you know look at the points difference 25 against 14 points of course the mm. league positions are almost you know, Jekyll and Hyde um, polar opposites well, not, not exactly but 
Um, you know, Chelsea have picked up two wins in the last five. Arsenal don't know what the win is. Um, and again, it all just, you know, when you talk about momentum, you, you know, and rhythm. And I have to agree with you, it's only going one way. But it's at the Emirates. I don't know if that's a positive or not. Um, and it's live. I don't know if that's a positive or not. <laughs> I can't see any positives in then two things you've just said. Is, is the fact that William is playing up against his, his oh former my club. Uh, oh. It, maybe you'd rather he didn't even start the game. Um, yeah, do you know what? I find it's difficult because I look at I don't see it. I don't see any positives for Arsenal. I'm sorry, mate. I really don't. Um, but I know that you don't either. I, th- I think there's a rumour that, that Chelsea are just going to give Peter Cech a game in this one, you know? <laughs> just for old time's sake. No, I can't, I can't see any positives, mate. I know I should. If you switch on the results service at the end of the day and you saw, oh, Chelsea won 2 0, you wouldn't be surprised one bit. No. However, However uh, I, have to, against 11, I have to sit there for 90 minutes and put myself through it. It's difficult. I don't see how I can. Do you know what really annoys me? So I'm going back to this. I saw another stat during the week that the only time you've won, I think, in in ten years, was against us at Old Trafford about a month ago. In ten years. In ten years. It seems that way. It feels like. It feels like those games when you think how annoying is it that we've lost this game. Not that we were particularly good. We weren't. Neither team were. Mate, think, uh, hold on, hold on. Look, give us a break. We'd be a point off the blooming relegation zone if we didn't win that. Just let us have that one, will you? I mean, anyway, I mean, I'd like yeah. to make a case, but the the uh, watching them again on on uh, the other night against Man City, I know it was a a changed squad, but it's like the whole place is just. It's yeah, just, gloomy. oh, gloomy. it's just full of, I mean, the confidence of all the players is shot. It's just, yeah. they can't, yeah. I mean, right. it was, the, the, the one positive, I, I'll tell you one positive from the other night was, first 45 minutes, all right, Arsenal weren't brilliant, but Martinelli looked good, yeah? And I thought, God, this kid, you know, I know he's got a lot on his shoulders and he's only sort of 19 or whatever it is. He put in a great cross for the Lacazette header the other night for the in the yeah, against City, yeah, yeah, and right, um, right. it looked so good. And then he got injured again. It's like, oh come on! And, uh, I <laughs> Give us a break. Listen, anyway, look, I've, I've dwelt, dwelt on it for too long, and clearly Olivier Giroud is going to score. Um, against the former employees, employers, and Peter Cech will take a penalty and score. Um, so I think. You're going 4-0 to Chelsea? 4-0 Arsenal. Oh, sh- no, no. <laughs> Four, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I'm going, this is horrible to do this to you. But it's I'm going fine, to say 4-0 fine. You're going to, say to Chelsea. 4-0 to Chelsea. And it's going to be a Christmas... Or is it going to be 4-2 Christmas crack? Oh, just, I mean, listen, no, no, no. You've got, look, I've written it down. I'm not changing it. You put 4-0. Surely if it's 4-0, that is job done for our tower. I mean, I, you know, it's not already. Any, it's not already. If it's not Allegri already, Allegri might be on a, on, Allegri, Allegri might be on a, on a, um, on a COVID flight. I am, flight. I am unfortunately going to say that I think, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go. I'm going to go two 0 Chelsea. I can't. I just can't see Arsenal getting a win. I can't. I can't see where they're getting a win from. I, don't, I mean, if that happens, 
If that happens and, and Burnley pick up something over the weekend or Brighton pick up something cool, Fulham do beat... So, I mean, jeez, they could... Bottom three. Anyway, let's not think about that. Um, let's think yeah, about um, the Chelsea side of things. Sorry, just... I know we've spoken about this for quite a bit. Sort of... Go on. That's all right. I just wanted to put it out there to the, to the fans, of course, and our listeners. If there's any Arsenal fans out there, can you just write in and tell us if we've missed something? What are the, what are the strengths of this Arsenal team? That will give you a glimmer of hope at home. Some str- uh, well, a couple of a couple of them have got nice hair, you know. I mean, there's, well, there's a strength. Gendouzi, Gen- <laughs> but he doesn't even play. No, he's busy uh-huh. in Germany. No, from a Chelsea point of view, though, mate. Because we have spoke about Arsenal quite quite a bit here. So, from a Chelsea point of view, and to you know to keep it, you know, looking at both sides. Obviously, so we're expecting Chelsea to win. What do you what do you make of them their season so far? I mean, obviously a little bit up and down in the last few weeks. But do you, do you consider them title challengers or just top four challengers? Not title challengers. No, not title. I think they were they had a really decent run. And when I saw them in the Champions League as well, I thought, God, it's a really strong team. You know, and they're putting every team to the sword and they're really really going for it. Um, great performances as well to go with it. Of course, you know, Giroud got his four goals in the Champions League that night against Seville in Seville. And, uh, and yeah, during that period, I thought, wow, it's a really strong team. You know, we need to sit up and, and take notice. And then, of course, you know, they sort of slip into this, you know, two defeats. Yes, OK, they won uh, in the last game. But, you know, they had a couple of defeats and a draw before that. Of course, that's, you know, that's, that's, that's not un, uh, unusual. But I just I just started to feel like the, you know, the 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 strength of that, of that team was, you know, slightly more questionable than, than, than about a month ago. Um, and again, I think uh, I think Tammy Abraham is doing a great job up front. You see him top four? He's banging. No, I don't know. You don't, don't see him making top at... four? No, I don't. I don't. Mm. No, I mean, look at, you, look at the four teams there at the moment: Liverpool, Leicester, United, and Everton. Right? I actually see Everton staying in the top. No, no, seriously, I, I believe that Everton will stay in the top four. Okay. I've got I've got a strange hunch. Um, about this and I hope that we, we remain in there and I just believe over the course of the season Leicester will drop out of that top four okay. but I mean these are, uh, these, these are Christmas time predictions absolutely absolutely just before we move on to the uh, Man City Newcastle game do you see Arsenal yeah. finishing top four? Arsenal? That is your Christmas present from me to you, mate. <laughs> All right, that's, nice. That's a, predi- that's a prediction, and you will see that. I'm uh, right. <laughs> right, so we, we we move on to the Etihad at eight o'clock. Man City, yeah. Newcastle. Um, sure, sure. It's funny. Oh, uh, sorry, just before we, I, I was looking at a poll earlier, actually on Twitter, um, from right. the well, actually from the other day, um, and it was new, it was a Newcastle supporters that put it up and. Do you want Steve Bruce sacked, yes or no? So I thought, okay, I'm just going to play devil's advocate here. I'm just going to click on no and see what happens. 93% of them said yes. And that, I think there was about 3,000 people voted. So 93%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, incredible, crazy, crazy. He is up against you know, it, isn't he? I mean, he, he cannot win them fans over. I think if Steve Bruce was looking at that poll, you know, I think... Uh, in the words of Alan Pardew, you say, uh, it's very very rude to say that. <laughs> and uh, I actually think that that type of stat, I mean, the poll should maybe read, what about the ownership? Mm. You know, because he was given the job, you know, and you cannot argue with the job he's done. There's no way with the resources that he's got, 
Okay, and the the ability to sign the players that he's got, not him, but the club in general. Um, you know, they're sitting on 18 points in 12 position. They're 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 doing fine, Newcastle. You know, they're away from the drop zone. Okay, it's early days. They're only eight points clear of the drop. Um, but you know, they've they've got uh, they've got they're, they're very well organised. They're difficult to beat. Uh, it's a Steve Bruce type of st- uh, type of team, uh, of course. And well, I mean, you know, he's that style, that kind of that, that, that difficulty to break them down, um, and you know they're stubborn. And if I'm honest, yeah, they've they've, they've had a few results that they'd rather forget about. Um, going to the Etihad is a different thing. Yeah, I um, think I think we've, um, we've, we've looked at results recently and we've said you know City against blah 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 it doesn't matter five nil why because you know in in the words of Bielsa Guardiola did a lot of damage to football a couple yeah. of years ago blah 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 and you know it, you kind of get this predictability this inevitability about the score at home against City because we've seen it so many times yeah I, th- so, I think uh, they haven't got the greatest record there have they at, at, um, at Man City anyway in recent years as far as I'm aware Newcastle I can't see that yeah. team. I can't see that team going to the Etihad. No, I can't. In City. No, I um, can't. But you never know. And again, I'd say this again. You know, Palace beat City um, over Christmas. I think it was Boxing Day a couple of years ago. Was it New Year's Day or Boxing Day? And it was at Andros Townsend with an absolute thunderbolt. And uh, well, interesting. You know, one of the best volleys you'll see. You know, just a little drop, drop a little name drop in our podcast in there. But it was an absolute thunderbolt, and it was enough to give uh, Palace the win that day. And uh, you know, you, you look at that and you think strange things can happen at Christmas, uh, as we said before. Um, you know, I'm, I'd absolutely love it to use Keegan's words <laughs> to see Newcastle do something at the Etihad, but we we try to remain impartial. Well, I'm trying to I'm trying to make a case for, for Newcastle here at all, um, but I just think that, um, that that this is one that once again, I mean, that there's a bit of pressure on on Man City at the moment because of the gap being opened up. All right, they've yeah. they've, they've sort of in the last five, they've won three and drawn two, and they're sort of they're slowly closing that gap on the teams above them. Obviously, they want to close yeah. the gap on Liverpool, which is is going to be the hardest thing for them to do. But they, I think they have to win this game. To I mean, if they drop any points here, then really, they're, they're, I'm not saying that the title challenge is over, but they've got a lot of ground to make up. So I just think that this game for them is a must win, and I think they will win. I'll think and I and I possibly put uh, say that they'll score th- uh, three goals and I, I think they'll beat Newcastle 3-0 right, again, I think it's one of those games where you actually look if you, again if you to turn your TV on at night and check the results or, you, or your phone or whatever and, and see that result you wouldn't be surprised however I just you know I just I fancy a well drilled Bruce driven side to just maybe cause an upset I don't, go yeah. on then what's your prediction um, <laughs> I keep getting five nil in my head. All um, right, we'll go five nil Newcastle. Yeah, is that what you want to put? Five nil Newcastle. Yeah. You know, we're, we're lucky enough during the week to have uh, uh, a real thoroughbred racehorse of a fan in Alex Greenwell, uh, a Newcastle fan, with us during the week chatting away um, on the pod. And uh, you know, I, I was chatting to him after the show as well, and, and, and even he fancied um, them to just cause a stir, ruffle a few feathers at the Etihad, and just get something. You know, I mean, they've got uh, excellent mentality. They are well drilled. Um, he was a big fan of Joe Linton, uh, as he talked about. Um, you know, he offers a lot to the team, and I just, I 
you know, nothing surprises me in football. Well, I put my pen down because I'm still waiting for you to predict. You are, you are. I'm going to only go with one. You end up monologuing. Two, 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 two. right? Okay. The final, the final, um, the final game we're going to look at. Um, of is it the final game? Uh, yeah, Boxing Day is Sheffield United against Everton. Now, obviously, we've been speaking uh, about Sheffield United since we started this, asking is this going to be the week that they pick up the win? Um, uh, Sheffield United, Everton, what? Everton obviously well, bought... I just, said, I, just said that, I just said that Everton will get top four. Oh, OK, so Sheffield. you're on Everton, yeah? Uh, at the end of the season, I said they get top four. Uh, um, OK. Will they go to Bramall Lane and get anything? Oh. I just, I, do you know do. what? I can't... Um, I keep watching Sheffield United, waiting for them to spark into life, but without going back to Arsenal, they're a little bit like Arsenal at the moment. You watch them and they are not themselves. They, their confidence is shot. Obvious reasons why that is, you know. And they can't put anything together. And again, uh, against Brighton the other day, they had an opportunity to, to, to nick the three points and they couldn't hold on. I just think, is it going to go this way all throughout the season? They have to win, obviously. I mean, as far I can't remember the last time a team went the whole season without winning in a league. But um, if it's ever happened, I don't know. I'd have to check that one. But um, Sheffield, well, you know, they have to win at some point. I don't know whether today um, is going to be the day, but, you know. What well, do you... Again, you know, we talk about the, uh, the, the numbers and, you know, the, have they got the credentials to... To, to cause an up because I think it is an upset because you know you look at the, the way that Ancelotti's got his boys drilled three three wins in the last three, uh, th- one defeat in five. Um, they're obviously you know they've got designs themselves on, on on trying to cement that top four place. They'll go to Sheffield tonight and think you know these are the whipping boys this season. Um, but again, you know there's the Christmas factor, and Chris Wilder may well have. Um, you know the tunes pumping out in the change rooms. Last Christmas, blah blah blah. I gave you my heart. I mean, I think about where they were last Christmas. You know, and, and the boys might just be galvanised by the fact that you, you, you know, think that they're going to go in set. there and, and Wilder's going to have the going to have the uh, the tunes going, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I don't know where that came He's from. He's going to try and GM up. I think the the signing of Aaron Ramsdale looked a decent bit of business, you know, from Bournemouth, but he's replaced the, a guy who was one of the best goalkeepers in the league last season. And I think, you know, again, we talked about confidence in the defence coming from the goalkeeper and the starts of the goalkeeper. Um, I don't think they've... I think that's backfired um, massively, you know, the, the goalkeeping signing. And I think... You, well, you, you, you... I mean, you just said then, it's sooner or later that the win's got to come, but you, you just think when and where. But other than the fact that we're now entering the, the, the silly season and the results mm. are all over the place as well, Christmas... Throws up crazy results. Maybe that will go in there. Well, I'm going to do. I'm going to do Sheffield United a favour here. Okay, I'm going to do them a huge favour because the last couple of weeks I've been tipping them to pick up a point or a win or something here and there. So this time, just for Sheffield United fans, I'm going to go on Everton. It might give you a chance here of getting something. So I'm going to. I'm going to go for Everton to to win two one at Bramall Lane. What are you going to head go for? I'm going to go for. A one-one draw. A one-one draw. I think they're going to get. I think they're going to get another point, which isn't going to serve them particularly well, and I think it's going to leave Everton disappointed. But I don't. I mean, I, honestly, on paper, like I just said, and what I said about Everton at the start of the show, um, you, you think you know, again, I wouldn't be surprised if it was three-nil to Everton. But I don't know. You just you've got to throw in the the. the 
the the emotional factor about the fact that sooner or later Sheffield United's effort and desire and commitment um, to the cause, to the manager, to the club, you know, surely they're going to get rewarded for that. I mean, I can't see them getting towards New Year with still two points, really. I don't know, um, mate. I don't know. There's, there's not a lot. Easy, mate. Can I just say again? These yeah, games on. are extremely, extremely difficult. These particular fixtures are extremely difficult to predict. The ones we're looking at at the moment, of mm. course, for today. Um, and you know, again, I, all the I could make six predictions for six six games today, and they'll all be hopelessly wrong. Yeah, and, um, and you have made six predictions, and they possibly will be hopelessly wrong. But I mean, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I mean, because we'll I'm just happens. as bad as you, mate. So let's we'll leave it at that one. And um, obviously, we'll look at the uh, the games on the that are coming up on the 27th. We'll see. We'll uh, we'll be speaking again tomorrow about that one. So um, on the daily pod, on the daily pod, and of course, this is like I said, this is the time. Of years, it is non-stop at the moment, non-stop. It and is relentless. I'd just like to say um, quickly, um, we've had a couple of uh, people get in touch about coming on and doing um, yeah. doing shows uh, fe- that are featuring their teams, their sides. You know, so I'm looking forward to cracking on with a few more of those. And uh, yeah, if you wanna if you wanna be part of the show and get on and discuss your team's fortunes and this and that and a little bit of nostalgia thrown in there, then please get in touch with us and. Um, it doesn't matter what league you're from. We're quite happy to go right the way down. Um, so get in touch with us and uh, yeah, join us on the on the show to uh, have a little chat about your team. So that that's that for now. Are we, are How, we, are we given the result of the, uh, of the of the question? Oh, what the other day's one or this one? No, no, no the, the the best. Well, you, did, you didn't give the other day's one, did you? Um, I mean, surely it was Richard Dunn who scored Dunn. who scored the most own goals in Premier League history. Okay, fair enough. And the question today, sorry, what was? Can you remind me of it again? Because it was. Uh, yeah, who? Which team was the best Boxing Day win? The best Boxing in the Day Premier League win era. Well, I should be banned from asking such questions when it's so close to home. But the Red Devils have won eighty-five point seven percent of their Boxing yeah. Day games in the Premier League. And again, so, I'm going to apologise again. Yeah. It should be you asking that question. Yeah, it should be me. And I just want to say we've had two questions now. One is about Man United being the best at something, and the other one was taking the Mickey out of a Man City defender. Should we? Well, that's, that's, <laughs> that's all we're in for. <laughs> all right, mate. Nice one. Well, you've requested. This is the final, um, the final Christmassy song that we're going to play, and this one is the one that you requested earlier on mate so um i'll uh i'll speak to you tomorrow absolutely mate enjoy the rest of your boxing day yeah you too see you later mate and have a see you later and have a great boxing day listeners yeah take care bye happy christmas cheerio <laughs>